Plot, 23 Blast, 2014. Written by Nick Riganus. When total, irreversible blindness suddenly strikes a high school football star, he must decide whether to live a safe, protected life or to summon up the courage to play football and step back into the world. Indeed, this is the incredible, true story of Travis Freeman, who, in the prime of his youth, unexpectedly contracts an infection that swiftly destroys his optic nerve, leaving him blind overnight. Now, under the influence of Larry and Mary Freeman, his loving parents, Patty Wheatley, the physical therapist and mobility coach who challenges him, Coach Ferris, the trainer who inspires him, and Jerry, the best friend who cannot leave him behind. Travis exhibits what true bravery is by competing on the gridiron and by helping his team, the Corbin Redounds, advance to the state playoffs. Voice over off. When you're blind and watching movies, what will you find? A blind superhero who's Citizen White Cane, the podcast that mandates all blind movie characters be accurate and positive representations of blindness or will send their films to movie jail. My name is Sky McLeod. I'm Melissa Bukta. And we are talking about 23 Blast today, yeah. which is the term or the name of a play in football, I think, right? Yes, That's that is correct. the movie. So. Yes, that, that is their, the team's uh, favorite play. Well, it the yeah. player's favorite play. The, pa- the player's favorite play. I did feel watching this a little bit. I was like, oh, neither of us know how to play football nope. at all. And so nope. just like don't come to this podcast for your football information. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, no, I couldn't couldn't tell you anything about it. I can tell you it's a play. I couldn't tell you how it works. Uh, I don't. Yeah, they like sort of try to explain it, but it's sure. like I don't yeah. understand this. The my association with football uh, is, I mean, I'm a I'm a. a Cheesehead. I'm a Packers fan by default because uh, most most Alaskans are. Believe it or not, if you talk to a lot of us, we're all we're a lot of us are cheeseheads because a lot of us are Midwestern transplants. I was gonna say, is that a Minneapolis? That is a Wisconsin, oh, okay. Green Bay, Wisconsin. Okay, yeah. <laughs> figured the green, cheese had to be green somewhere Bay in there. You were close. <laughs> you were close. No, yeah. Um. Anyway, so so um, I've had my. Football by association, I suppose, is what, what I could say. My brother was in Pop Warner, Pee Wee football, so. I have absolutely no ties to football other than my family was actively hated it. <laughs> That's ah, about it. Un- understandable. I mean, yeah, I unless the Packers are playing, I could, I could give a shit, honestly, about, about football. Although my brother and I had the NFL Monopoly, and we would play that all <laughs> of the time. And our That favorite, sounds like a nightmare. <laughs> it, it was, but, like, we made it fun. I mean, the, nice. 
the dice are shaped like footballs and, and oh the <laughs> we made fun of the cardinals i think they're the no that's not right i don't remember what state they belong to but they're the cardinals and they were on like the least valued square on the board so we always used to say cheap cheap go the cardinals <laughs> <laughs> so stupid <laughs> uh, but anyway um i you know despite myself uh i actually kind of enjoyed this uh it is very 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 wholesome it's extremely wholesome so wholesome it is ridiculously wholesome but in its in its wholesomeness it's also not i didn't find it overly saccharine it is saccharine but i i i didn't find it overly so this is definitely one of those yeah i I would tell my mom and dad go watch this movie yeah it doesn't have anything overly offensive in it like nothing is offensive at all i mean like in any in any way of that word like it's not offensive and like the christian values offensive (laughs) but it's also like nothing is like super ableist or anything it's just kind of like i mean it's based it is based off a true story Mm -hmm. and it is definitely like veers into the inspiration porn vibes like oh definitely most definitely (laughs) like it is kind of more squarely in that pocket than anything else um the true story is seems kind of like i don't know it it is one of those things where I'm like, why did we have to see this person go blind? Because he goes blind when when he's 12 in real life. And Uh, and the movie mm -hmm. has him, like, go blind in the middle of high school when he's already, like, the superstar high school football player. Well, because that's more drama, unfortunately. I mean, I don't know. It seems more drama to be, like, the the whole team in school is against me playing because <laughs> of who I am and my identity since I was mm-hmm. 12 years old. And sure. like that to me would be far more dramatic and interesting to watch, but no, we have to watch him like already be good. So we don't have to, like, he doesn't have to fight for any recognition. He just has to fight for recognition now that he's blind. Right. So it becomes like so focused on him becoming blind. And then we also just, yeah. And then we have to see, you know, Miley's favorite thing of just like, so be like, ah! Blind. Oh, yeah, there was over. there was a lot of wallowing in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of wallowing. Uh but I just kind of felt I, I did feel for um for Travis. I mean it, it's suddenly going blind. I mean like that. And I'm not and I'm not saying like the the actual true story, but just like movie, you know, just looking at what like what the movie shows us you know like he had abled privilege and now he doesn't have right it. right but i mean i f- i feel empathy for you know for him i mean it's one it was you know one day i could see and, and everything was fine and the next day i wake up and my whole life has changed yeah and and now i have to relearn how to live essentially yeah so you know i have empathy for that did he have an easy go of it absolutely 100%. yeah 100 percent yeah, he's he's white and male and has exactly. white male privilege. I yes. know. Yes, a, like a thousand percent. Feel that bad for you? Like, welcome to the rest of the world, right, man. Right. Like, welcome to being a, a human being when you're not in like an extremely privileged little bubble of like privilege. <laughs> but sure. But I don't know. It's sometimes in some ways made some of the movie easier to watch because when he's when everyone's like this kid's blind like fuck him after he goes blind i'm like well he is a white dude so it like it made that part easier because it's like not like kicking someone when they're down it's like right. interesting to watch someone that had privilege like lose a little bit of it yeah like then, that makes it more interesting than like ice castles where you're just like sure. she's already a dis- like she's a disabled woman and everyone's just fucking gaslighting her whereas this was just kind of like a <laughs> little bit more you could kind of like it's it was, you could be 
a little more emotionally removed from them fucking with him because I was like, oh, interesting. It's like, what would it be like to be a privileged person and then lose that privilege? Well, it's, it's I, I thought it was also really interesting because I, I thought we'd go through the whole movie. You know, he goes blind and then he figures out how he navigates the world and then he's like, okay, now I'm ready to play football. I really want to play football. Football's all I am. You know, I thought that... Mo- that would be his motivation. And it's actually more, at least in the movie version, it's actually more on the coach. Right. Uh, which, which is similar to Ice Castles also, yeah. I thought about. But, okay, but, like, this coach, I actually liked. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, Stephen Lang is uh, plays Coach Ferris. And having seen Stephen Lang play the villain all the time, it was really nice to see him play, like, a nice, wholesome guy and someone who was actually in Travis's corner and is like, come on, like, let's go. Let's go. Get out. Get back out there. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, yeah, I I really liked. You would need a coach to be like that to ever get to play at all, really. Right, right. I mean, because he was he didn't want to give up on on Travis because he was blind, you know. Or he also was willing to like try and adapt the game for the most part so that Travis could continue to play. Right, which is hard too because it's like it is partly about like adapting it but for the team but then there's always going to be another team that you're playing and so I think that that was like one of those things where I was like yeah you could like there's a lot of things the team needed to do together but then ultimately it just depends on who you're playing because like you know you're more likely to have someone be actively antagonistic on the other team because they have much more incentive like because in the movie we see his his teammates being assholes to him and Mm -hmm. and and purposely antagonistic which i was just like what are you that's so stupid he's on your team like what is wrong (laughs) with you like i just didn't understand it and then later in the movie they're like you know if if you're gonna lose your scholarship if you're not nice to him and it's like Okay. Yeah, duh. Like he's your teammate. Like, right. I don't right. Know what the fuck is wrong? Oh with my you? god, I thought that was hilarious. <laughs> the assistant coach is just like, "Yep. Well, you better shape up, you know, or all your hopes are gone." Just like, "Oh yeah." I mean, it was good, but then I was also just like, it didn't make any sense to me that a character would be so antagonistic to this blind guy who's on his fucking team. You have to get used to it. Like, come on, dude. Don't be a fucking... <laughs> how dumb do you have to be? Right. But how often do you think... Like, this is a small town in Kentucky where football is everything. Like, this is high school football. This isn't even college football. This is high school football, and it means everything to these people. And all of a sudden, and you, you're doing things this way for years or centuries or however the hell long you've been doing it i don't know um and then all of a sudden you have someone who is disabled you have a a, a, an uncontrolled variable who is put on your team i'm not trying to play devil's advocate here like he travis has every right to play just as much as anyone else does and he has every right to not be treated like crap from his team yes team like his team it just seems like the more likely thing to happen would be like to get crap from the other team and like actually just lose the game and then it'd be unfair and like bullshit Mm -hmm. like that would be the thing that i would expect to happen because people are going to play dirty and be assholes about it but when it i and i guess it's more drama more tension i mean when even your own team is is against you yeah, it just, I I mean, maybe I just don't understand football, but I was just like, what a stupid choice to be making. I was well, just felt like, I just didn't understand why anyone would be that right. dumb. I don't necessarily understand football, but I do understand as a, as a, you know, as um, 
I was about to say, I do understand as a blind disabled person, but fucking everybody knows I'm blind disabled. Anyway, you can say that. <laughs> um, as, as, a blind, as a fellow blind person, <laughs> I do understand, though, the struggle of having to prove yourself. Oh, absolutely. To prove that you can do this thing, even though he'd been doing it for, according to the movie, even though he'd been doing it for years as a sighted person, all of a sudden he has to come up and prove all over again yeah. that he can do this and that he can meet the the physical demands of this task no definitely you would definitely have to fucking prove yourself and i think yeah this i i agree with that 100 percent. i think i i think his teammate probably does exist in real life and i mean i don't know if his this exact person because it is based on true story i don't know if he exists but i think there are people who would do that to their own teammate i still think they're stupid like I think if oh, yeah, real absolutely. people doing that, it's just unfathomable to me. But you know, people are very ableist, and mm-hmm. and yeah, I, I don't I don't think that I would not be like that doesn't exist ever. I think it's just like right. it's well, just just amazing how much of an asshole people but are. But luckily, luckily, we don't spend like half the movie on that topic. Like a this, lot of things happen in the movie. This movie is a breeze. Yeah. Like we just go from one event to another to another to another to, yeah. to another. And it's very, on the one hand, it, it seems very rushed. But on the other hand, I, I was kind of fine with it. Yeah. Because like a lot of the stuff that we just kind of gloss over is just stuff that I'm like, it's just a cliche. I really don't want to spend very much time on it. And thank goodness we don't. You know, the, the kid who... There's a lot of cliche stuff. There's a yeah. lot. There's so much cliche. But like the kid who is being an asshole to him on, on the team ends up like teaching him how to be a center. Right. You know, and then they have more of a... a they have a better team relationship. The one... The one relationship, the most interesting relationship uh in the movie is uh Travis and Jerry's relationship and I think in the end of the movie that relationship kind of sort of gets shafted in order to finish uh Travis's story um, yeah it's weird because it's like seems like their relationship was supposed to be the heart of the movie and then right. it just kind of doesn't fully some, add up in the end yeah and sometimes it is and then it in and, and then you see like the little you know Jerry's getting jealous and and Travis and Jerry have a fight. Jerry doesn't believe in himself, you know, da da da. And then that just kind of, and then the the finale game of the movie happens, and nothing is resolved. And I'm like, okay. Also, well, doesn't also, Jerry like step back to? Well, I don't remember actually. Yeah, you saw it this morning, so. <laughs> but I'll, some of it's visual, so I got kind of yeah. lost at yeah. the end. But yeah, what were we gonna say? Well, also, um, convince me because I don't, I don't know if you can, convince me that these two are not supposed to be in a romantic relationship. I will not try. Thank you. Because that's what I come thought. Come on, man. <laughs> come on. Oh, my God. Yeah. Like, yes, men are can definitely have close, but intimate friendships without, yeah. without being, you know, in a relationship together. Abso-fucking-lutely. But you cannot no. watch this and tell me that the that these two are not in a relationship. Yeah, because, no, definitely. Oh, my God. Duh. Yeah, they're, they have a very <laughs> – their fights feel much more like couple fights. Than, yes, than, than like than just fights like between bro friends. fights. Mm-hmm. They're not very – are not bro at all. They're no. just like, they do seem like someone, like two people have been in a relationship yes. for a long time yes. and like are sometimes on the rocks because they're, I mean, they are kids also. So it's like some right. of that like kind of like high school drama of like romantic relationships. Yeah, no, they don't, I, I'm, I will not bother at all trying to go to the <laughs> 
they're they're absolutely in my head they're absolutely a thousand percent in a relationship together yeah and it is kind of god it's it's sad though because the real jerry died at 26 years old right and the movie just kind of glosses over that too in the end credits and they're like in memory of the real and i'm like hang on can we fell off a roof oh like helping his family i think it was like to like it just and it seemed like there was just weird i don't fully understand what was happening but like in the movie he's like kind of like the bad boy kid who like smokes going to prison drinks yeah yeah Yeah. um and so i think like he i think the real life person like dealt with substance abuse related stuff and like but but then there's like weird things about his parents were like he was it was complicated. He was a complicated guy, but then it was like the, he died from complications from a fall, and they were like, "But his fall was not complicated." Or so I don't know. I oh didn't God. fucking understand what they were trying to say. But like, it just seemed very weird vibes to me, uh, mm. and and really sucked because it seemed like he was just. I mean, God, it's it is very sad that he would die at twenty six years old. I know and, that's tragic. And like, yeah. Very, yeah, very sad. Um, when, yeah, when if you, you're looking at the, the movie's portrayal of their friendship, it is beautiful and sweet and intimate. And they, uh, it yeah. It seemed like in real life, my friends. Like some of the pictures they showed, I was like, oh, they might be a bit more. I know. Showing. Like, I feel I like know. they played up the like animosity in the movie, it, sound, it seemed like to me. But it's, I mean, yeah, it's just that is so sad. Um, it's weird also that um, Travis became a preacher right. in the he movie. Right, he ended up going, getting his PhD and then going to seminary school. Yeah, the fact that he's in this movie mm-hmm. as the preacher, I was just like, yeah, the entire movie you can tell that he was cool with this. It wasn't like one of those movies where someone was like, this is not a good representation of my right, life. Right. It wasn't like, and, and like for good reason. Like, like it wasn't mm-hmm. like Helen Keller watching fucking Miracle Work or whatever. Right. Like, um, it, he definitely, I think... There's, I could, I could understand why he was chill with this movie. It was putting him in a very nice light. Like, well, it's, it's, it's a very innocuous, inoffensive movie. Yeah, I mean, and he is also like the heartthrob good boy. What, are, what are the words you would use? But like the good old boy, good old, not good old, good old boy is, I guess, isn't that kind of like more. Uh, just kind of like the boys club. No, I don't know what I'm saying. No, he's just kind of like the golden boy kind of guy. It's just like a good kid, and mm-hmm. he's the quarterback. Sure. Is he a quarterback? <laughs> I think he, is. I, he was. And yeah, then, yeah, yeah. And he's just painted as the very like wholesome, wholesome kid. Yeah. You know, that's got everything going on, and then he goes blind. He's mad about it, but then he like kind of gets back into life, and then just goes back to where he was before. And there's that scene with Jerry where he's like, "It's always about you." And, how, and I'm like, yeah, Jerry's a point, man. <laughs> like, well, okay, like you have a weird, uneven relationship. That's interesting because I kind of thought that came out of nowhere, at least from Jerry's perspective. I'm like, well, that's like the first what? scene of the movie. He's like, that we see Jerry being like, this is my friend. I mean, it's very mm. like <laughs> overwritten. Um, sure. Uh, but I feel like they sort of said, I mean, I think they set up the dynamic at the very beginning of the movie and mm-hmm. then they kind of just like do other stuff right? It kind of meanders away from it and then they right. come back to it at the end. And I think that's why great. that's why it caught me so off guard. Yeah. I'm like, well, this is, wait, we're bringing this up ne- again now, but there's nothing 
nothing that's been it's not been addressed nothing's been done really yeah and i think like i mean i guess it makes sense that he goes blind and so then you know there's kind of like an evening of the power dynamics and then once he's like travis is fully accepted back in the team and it seems like it's gonna go back to normal before you know then it's like this sense of like oh we were more on even footing you know when you went blind and now it's back to you being the person everyone loves mm-hmm. and me being like kind of the scapegoat is sure. kind of how i read jerry's yeah whole thing arc. yeah i mean and anyone would feel pissed off or bad about that yeah it does come out of completely out of the blue it is very uh it's not really set up very well because he's like really mad and like yeah. when he's really mad and like storms off you're like what is going on with him? exactly like well, and then, so he could have done a much you, better job and, right and then travis finds him like in the back of his truck drinking or whatever on school property and they talk about it but it, again it's nothing really comes of it yeah it's it is weird they're the way that their relationship arc is set up doesn't totally track it is kind of all over the place Mm -hmm. and not super like coherent when you look at like each step in a row it's just kind of they kind of ping pong back and forth of like being friends and not being friends but it is yeah i mean i i did want to see more i wanted to see a better kind of more coherent and more focused thing on their relationship i thought that was an interesting like aspect of the movie i liked that as a team yeah. and oh, i wanted were, to see much more of yeah, their relationship they were super fun to watch on screen i mean the the scene in the hospital where uh where jerry cheers travis up like that's great that's yeah. a, such a cute scene and then they fight they play fight and everything and and uh, so adorable. this yes and the scene where you know where they're he's uh, they go out late at night with the other with the center and and Ashley and they're trying to show him how to do it like that and they're together yeah. like that's a good scene so like yeah I mean obviously the two actors had chemi- had a lot of chemistry or we wouldn't even be commenting on all right of this. right but you know I'm I am happy that those were the bigger chunks of the relationship that we're focused on rather than the fighting the fighting absolutely because yeah. i would much i just want to see more of that right part, like I, the, the I don't, friends i don't want to watch them fight yeah so, I, so they it don't did seem kind of forced so then don't bring it up because like yeah. if, like this is a feel-good movie no doubt but it's like when you try and do the um explore the other aspects of people's relationships the darker stuff it just comes off as forced or yeah, especially sort of, in this movie when there's so much going on. Right, like really just tacked on as an afterthought. Yeah. And, and, and I'm like, you know what? If you have nothing to say or don't want to deal with it, don't deal with it. Right. I, I would have been fine with they that. Just been fr- there's enough stuff. There's enough friction in other relationships. They really just don't have to be mad at each other at all. They could have just been supportive of each other mm-hmm. the whole time. Like it is, it feels very weird and it also did seem like jerry the real person was not because he was not (laughs) not getting to have any say it seemed almost like the real person was painted in a weird light that maybe they didn't have to totally Uh, answer to we should also mention that um brian hoover played uh jerry and mark hapka played travis in the film as well yeah and yeah i liked them i enjoyed them very much and then (laughs) this made me laugh um alex uh alexa penavega plays ashley 
uh, <laughs> Alexa, uh, before she was Pennevega, aka Spy Kids. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Makes me so happy. I, I love, she's, I I like love she's her. I love her. She's very tomboyish. She's so this. cool. Yeah, yeah. I really liked Ashley. She wasn't just like the the love interest you know yeah. she was there to like get down and get dirty and help uh and help out she like played football she played football yeah Which i like that really cool but it was uh, oh my gosh this the the football stuff with we so we have you know obviously he goes blind and now it's on the football team and so a big thing in the movie is that like the well, it's the head of sports, I think, the at the school. Director. The athletic yes. director, right, right, yeah. right. That is just like, no, we are not going to have a blind person on our team, and it's going to be dangerous. He's going to endanger everyone else on the team. And I was like, you have a fucking football team. You don't give a fuck about like endangering children. Like, are you kidding me? They're playing football. Right. It's really hard now to watch this movie and not think like the first thing i thought about was yeah. um, cpe i mean yeah i mean like and instantly i just the first when there's a bunch of children sitting on a bench yeah. is for the first scene of the movie i was like fucking <laughs> brain diseases oh i know oh i know i know i i think um pre-college me probably would have uh enjoyed this movie uh because they <laughs> i would not have been thinking about that the whole time yeah I, yeah but yeah it's I'm very hard like, not to think about it and it does God. make the whole stakes of the like our boys are gonna get hurt you just want to scream at the tv and be like then don't have a fucking football team if you care about that or, or modify the game play touch football or something you yeah. know it's like you obviously don't care about your students but it's yeah it just was very distracting to me <laughs> i was like i can't empathize with this this is like yeah. it's ableist but it's also just like so wrong <laughs> that right, like right. you would care if there's a blind kid and you wouldn't care that they're getting concussions constantly um but yeah so that <laughs> That is a, in retrospect, big plot hole in the movie, I guess, sort of. Um, but it is kind of funny because we have this mobi- like orientation and mobility teacher that is yes. very... She, <laughs> she's hilarious. I loved her uh, uh, in the film uh, Patty Wheatley, uh, played by Becky Ann Baker. Uh, I loved her. That is the closest on-screen representation I've ever seen to my own BVI teacher and it she made me so so happy she was yeah I just thought of like I have this button on um uh that says uh do no harm but take no shit and I felt like that summed up her character pretty well because that also sums up my vision teacher really well so yeah, yeah. it is I well, I'm going through oh and I'm right now and so I, I feel like I have a teacher similar to her too it's nice. very funny um <laughs> yeah she's that was I mean I'm bad she's probably based on a real person too then yes um, she is because they show her in in the after credits they show like all those pictures those are the, those are the real people in the crowd right, those right. are the real people so which yes, is she's probably why uh she comes off as a real person <laughs> yeah she feels very much like oh i know this person yeah. but she yeah. is so like she like how she like just storms into his house and oh it's, like, my god mm-hmm. the state of kentucky requires that every or like what does she say she yeah, has oh like a couple different this feel yeah so the state the the state of kentucky enforces the uh basically iep so individual education individuals with disability education program or plan or whatever and uh the, you cannot deny uh the state of kentucky giving your son an education right <laughs> yeah they're just like oh my god <laughs> yes 
so good. Because, like, he goes to the to the mobility center, doesn't like it, is scared, probably, because this is all new to him, and just wants to go home and sit in his room all day. And his parents just... I Just let him do that. Just let him do it. I And his parents seem like very nice people. I don't think they were trying to be neglectful. You just want to slap them. And you be like, you what do you just doing? want to slap <laughs> like, them. And I'm like, you wouldn't turn aside no, 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 a child no, 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 like no. this. Exactly. Like he's in his room. It's dark. Uh, apparently he just refuses to take a shower. There's Which, dirty, like, there's blind dirty people dishes can everywhere. Smell unless we got COVID. Yeah, ex- like, yeah exactly. Um. And I, I love the fact that like she just bursts in, come, goes into his room and is just like, this is unacceptable. It's <laughs> just like, very let's, funny. we're going to learn you some new skills. <laughs> yeah. I like, I mean, the, the thing watching this movie, I'm like, oh, I don't know how much I never had an O&M teacher. I never got O&M training. No one, no one broke into my house and was like, you are going to make sure your child has this training. You know, it is not necessarily how that happens. <laughs> like, she definitely goes above and beyond in ensuring this. It does make it seem more like like blind kids get better kind of infrastructure, (laughs) you know, from the government, which is not necessarily accurate, but it does still, it is, feels very righteous. So it's kind of like Mm -hmm. a combination of like this, the, the expectations this set may be wrong, given that even though we have these like, Pro, like these, technically the government says certain things, but what Mm -hmm. actually happens on the ground is very different than what. Well, and when, what I liked about it is when she walked into his room and saw him, and, and even at the center, you know, he'd missed two appointments. That's why she showed up at their home. She didn't look at him and see a lost cause. And yeah, I, I'm not saying his parents thought he was a lost cause either, but they weren't doing very much to help. No, they were doing nothing. They were basically indulging him. And like every, every fucking high school student at one time is like, I don't want to do high school sure. anymore. Blah, blah, blah. Like that's, Absolutely. you don't have to be disabled to do that. Right. And like you would never treat an abled student like, okay, well, never mind. We'll just, not, you, just you don't have to anymore. Not clean yourself and I'll <laughs> right. just bring you all your food. You know. yeah, yeah. Yeah. No. Never no, no, do no. that. Yeah. Never, ever. So I did. I mean, I, I liked her character a lot. Um, and just that she was just like and no she shit was, from anyone. Right. And she was also willing, uh, very much willing to be like, yeah, you should play football. Like, yeah. yes, let's go. Let's, I'll, the school is going to give you shit for it. Cool. I will come in and advocate for you. Right. They even like break into the school technically. Which is <laughs> yeah. To learn, great. to learn the school. Oh, that was, that's a, that was a really cool montage too. Just all of his mobility training. I was like, oh my God, I've done all of those things. Yeah, I know. Well, cause I'm like literally doing mobility training right now. So I was like, oh my God, it's like being in step and all these things. Yep, I was like, yep, oh my yep. gosh. I recognized like his cane technique and the way he was navigating the halls and everything. I'm like, oh my God, I spent the summer doing the exact same thing before I went to high school and during high school. Yeah. Yeah. It yeah. is. It's pretty, and it's so much stuff being in it right now. It's like yeah. very, especially as an adult, it's weird. Right. And it, it, that's a part of the movie that I just, I, it was great. I, it was, everything felt very accurate. And even though we're dealing with a sighted actor and yeah. uh, obviously the, the actress who plays his mobility teacher is also sighted, but you know, um, so is my, most of my I was going to say most mobility teachers are. Yeah. 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 But that felt uh, just real and I felt seen and that, that was really cool. And I was definitely not expecting to feel like that watching this. <laughs> yeah. Her stuff was definitely the best. I, I, she was, there was a scene with her teaching him in the trailer. And I was like, oh, okay, maybe this isn't a bad, like, cause the stuff that she, like she does is definitely the, probably the best part of the movie. Um, and the most like feels the most accurate and like, like actually about blind people. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, I think that, 
her stuff. I love, I love how when the the meeting they officially have with the. Oh, the, with the head of the athletic department. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And how she's like, you, which is what I was ripping off for the intro, but like, uh-huh. she's like, I will, I you guys so. can go to jail if you don't let yes. this kid play. I'm going to come down here with padlocks and the National Guard, and I'm just like, <laughs> oh my god. And like, all the disabled people in the room, like, watching this, like, we know this is absolute like, bullshit. Complete but it's bullshit. it's so great. It's, it's so, so funny. funny. It's like, I was like, this would not work in real life, but it is just very funny to, like... It is. It is just such a great, like, <laughs> such a swing that she makes just to too. Watch like, him sweat for a little bit. It was like, yes, <laughs> it's funny oh too. So I'm like, that would be such a gamble in real life. They would be like, well, I've actually been doing this job, and I've actually discriminated against disabled kids <laughs> before, and so I actually know you can, and no one cares. Um, but, but like, I mean, maybe threatening someone with a lawyer would would at least do something. Well, like, and I thought I thought that was as far as it was. Yeah, I, I really was like, did oh, too. okay, she's gonna bring in the lawyer, and of course he's in a cave or whatever and then right, right. it just keeps going and it's great and i and then at the end she is just like i was like i they gotta have a scene where she's just like well i might have embellished a few things and they did do and that do. So it's, like it's, leave it seeming it like funny. that would actually happen do we have uh, do we have that clip um uh, we haven't we haven't played a clip in so long i know i was thinking about that yeah we can let's here. roll that beautiful bean footage blind in the middle of all that mayhem, if something happened to him, I wouldn't be able to live with myself. Not to mention the school's liability. So, no. Well, it's not your call. You can't stop him from playing football. I can, and I will. I'm the athletic director, and my word is gospel. Gospel, huh? You sure about that? Yes, I am. Travis Freeman will not play football. Okay, you all heard him. Oh, by the way, who's your lawyer? My, 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 uh, uh, my what? My lawyer? In accordance with the Individuals with Disabilities Education Act of 1990, the state of Kentucky is bound to offer an equal opportunity to participate in any school-sanctioned functions to any child with a disability. Well, hang on I a will alert your principal that your actions have put your school in direct conflict with the federal government and advise him to expect the National Guard to shut and padlock the school doors in the morning. Well, no, hold on now. I, I'm not breaking any laws. We, we have regulations. I, look, it's, uh... If I were you, I'd clear my schedule for the next few months. You and your boss might be spending time in jail. Look, uh, jail? Lock me up? Uh, uh, no, no, hang on. Every player needs this form. I looked it up. This form, signed by his parents, allowing him to play. I signed that already. Both. Both parents need to sign it. Now, I believe that Mrs. Freeman has the same doubts that I have. Isn't that true, Mrs. Freeman? Oh, that was a bad move. Excuse me? <laughs> Larry, you got a pen? <laughs> well, yes. Yeah, so. Oh my God, I love it so much. That was definitely <laughs> one. That's a that's highlight. the best scene in the movie. That is the best scene <laughs> in the movie. Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. It is. Um, I mean, that's that, that's. I think that that is the the movie in in, in all of its good parts is mm-hmm. encapsulated it, in that it scene. Gives, yeah. It gives me hope. Yeah, like you know, for all of the blind disabled students out there, and all their teachers and stuff, it's just like, yeah, there are, there are amazing teachers out there who are totally willing to advocate and go to bat for you. Yeah, and, and it's like not that hard. You just have to lie about the national guard. Exactly. <laughs> all you have to do is lie. Perfect. 
<laughs> yes. Just scare the shit out of them and you'll get what you want. There you go. That's the moral of the story. Be stubborn and scare the shit out of them. I mean, you kind of, you have to be stubborn, I guess, <laughs> to get Mine what you want. Mine certainly was. <laughs> um, but yeah, it is. I, I, it's very cute, that whole thing. I mean, like, you know, even if it's just like whatever about if that is reasonable to expect that that would actually be the outcome of that. It's still, there's something very cathartic about it. Um, you know, it's just, it's one of those classic movie moments of like, this, oh, we're going to let this disabled person do, you know, it's anytime you have it's just like, yes, women can do this yeah. thing. You yeah. know, like one of those things where you're just like, yes, the, the little guy one. Uh, but <laughs> it's, yeah, I mean, Though it is also very funny that he's so worried about that. It also encapsulates the weird cognitive dissonance the whole movie has. That, like, he only cares about the blind kid playing football, but not the sighted ones. Um, but, yeah, it, I don't know. This, it's, I, I feel like we were talking about how this will probably be a short episode. It's a short movie. It's a short, it's a short movie. It's like an hour and a half, I think. Not yeah. too much happens. That's it's like, it's very straightforward. It, it's, it's very economical in its storytelling. It comes in and sets out to do something and then it, it accomplishes that goal. Yeah. And it's not, uh, I, I, it feels like a made for TV movie, but not <laughs> a in little a, bit. not in a bad way. Honestly, I've seen some really good made for TV movies and, uh, if, and this would maybe be one. I don't think it was a made-for-TV movie, but... Um, no, I don't yeah. think so. It And it's a little bit like... It has a little bit of a, like, Christian movie vibe, oh, too. Oh, totally. It's very Christian without shoving it down your throat. Yeah. The only, the only moment I was just kind of like, and I cringed out a little bit was... the cross. Well, no, it was the oh. church. It was actually the church moment with uh, with the real Travis. Yeah. This, he literally has a come-to-Jesus moment. And I'm just kind of like, um... All right, this is uh, a little on the nose, and I don't. It's no, no. It's like a dream about the which also I was like that would have made me so uncomfortable because the real Travis is like everyone close close your your eyes, eyes. and I'm like oh no. I was like really expecting it to be one of those scenes where he's like oh I don't feel safe in church now, and that was like so. It's like no, he loves it. He eats it up. Yep, yep. No, that's his come to Jesus moment. Um, um, and knowing that that was that that was the real Travis playing the preacher, I'm like, all right, I guess you get a pass. Fine. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's right, like a very fine. weird. I mean, you know what? Whatever floats your boat. It, it's, right. I mean, it's better than like telling Christians that the devil like, is in them and if yeah, they, and they were punished, you know, their yes. families being punished or yes. something. Like, you know, that's, well, I'd much rather this. This feels like a movie that you would find on like Pure Flix or Dove, but it's also too good to be on Pure Flix or Dove. <laughs> yeah, it's so like it's a little bit too high a quality of like production yeah. and stuff. Yeah. But it is just very, I mean... Yeah, it's very wholesome, and it does have a little bit of Jesusiness, but it's not like over the top. Right. And there's no like Deus Ex Machina Jesus thing, like right, which is it nice. Is, yeah, it's. Very, I mean, it's, it's much more of the inspiration porn, yes. like like model than an actual Jesus movie. It's schmaltzy. <laughs> it's yeah. schmaltzy, but you know, 
you know, I'm just kind of here for it. It's, honestly, of it's, all the movies we watch, it's not that bad. Honestly, it this rem- no exactly this this definitely uh, this would be a great feature with Apple of my eye. Honestly, yeah, like it's totally got the same vibes, and it's and it's slightly has a better plot point in that he actually still gets to play football and that he doesn't have to give it up for no real yeah, reason. Yeah, and this isn't it is it is not a story about him having to. Um, convince everybody i mean yes there is that one there's the one scene you know (laughs) but i just i really love having the coach come to him and bring him back yeah the other people right it's it's about the other people in his life who who care about him and don't want to just see him sit in a room all day i thought that was really refreshing you get to use that male privilege for something (laughs) i know i I mean i it's it's true though it's nice to like i think it would be very hard to re-enter that situation if you didn't have an adult on your side and so it almost feels yeah you know like kind of like that was almost a necessary step because if you just have a bunch of adults telling you that you can't do it then that's right it's just but i mean coach the coach doesn't bring him back just because oh wouldn't it be funny wouldn't it be a gag to have a a blind player on our team oh wouldn't this get us more press or more sympathy like the coach brings him back because he's still a great football player it's it's like kind of like because he needs him it's really yes he needs yes he needs that outlet he needs to play foot you know at the time football was what he loved well, also, like, the football team needs him, is what uh, I Yeah, and the football Okay, okay, <laughs> like, you're right. The Sorry. Football the football team, team also failing. needs him. Yeah, because right, they're not right. doing so hot either. Yeah. He, like, knows how to play, which it is, yeah, it's always weird, like, the fact that we see all these stories where people have to go blind in the movie to make it that part of the drama instead of, like, just seeing a blind person go through all this. For what it is, I though I would find it more interesting for him to just be blind and not go blind. I think it does a decent job at creating, you know, like taking the story and, and still using some of the more interesting parts about convincing people that yeah. a blind person can play just as much as anyone else can. Yeah. Well, and I kept thinking about what you and I are always talking about, like blind people can do anything. Yeah. If we set our minds to it, blind people can do anything. Right. Those things might have to be changed or adapted. Right. And like it's everything is adapted to abled people. <laughs> like, sure, you know, why not? It's not like it's everything has to be adapted to the people using it. Mm-hmm. And so we just got unlucky that things are not adapted to us. Like that does right. not is nothing to do with our and, capabilities. Right. And the fact that I had to wait until basically eighth grade, my freshman year of high school, because it was that summer, I believe I had to wait that long to go to a camp that was specifically adapted and designed for disabled people where we played sports that were specifically adapted and designed for disabled people. And I didn't know about any of this crap growing up. Yeah. Now, granted, I, I'm just not interested in sports. I don't, I'm not interested in playing sports. I just don't care. But uh, having those adaptations and knowing about them and being able to advocate for myself would have made PE and gym and all that stuff uh, going through school so much more easier to swallow. Yeah, it's there is so many terrible experiences I've had with sports and I realize now like starting to like do pole dancing and doing a lot more like physical stuff and it's like much more physically intensive and I'm realizing like especially doing it with Conrad who's been doing it his whole life and mm-hmm. never got told you can no longer do any physical activity. Right. Um, like I basically was made clear to me when I always wanted to like do more physical activity and I'm realizing now how much catch up I have to play because mm-hmm. 
it was just something that I would have had to so severely fight for. And I just like, I had to just fight for other things. Like I just, in the end, I decided to fight for other things. Right. And a lot of stuff just wound up going by the wayside. And, and I realized that like, yeah, being an abled person means you don't have to, things don't have to go by the wayside like that. But I, it is weird now to just be learning how to do physical things again and like all of the barriers you have and then also just like it's so much easier to start doing something when you've already done things where you've you have muscles in certain places like starting from scratch is so fucking hard like yeah, it's so much harder than absolutely. if you like have muscles from doing other things and have like the stamina to do certain like physical things so I yeah it's something I've been thinking about a lot right now too and and I'm I think we can't, like, I have been amazed at how much better I've been getting and, like, how there is so much progress that I can make. Um, but I'm, like, now being like, hey, I was kind of robbed of, like, a decade of my life where I was doing right, no, f- or, right. like, more than that. It was, like, 15 years of my life where I just, like, basically did not do any physical activity because I just had so many bad experiences with, mm-hmm. like, accommodations or getting it. So, you know, it is nice to to see a kid who's not getting that from day one, uh, like getting the discrimination so much yeah. that he just stops from day one. Yeah. <laughs> these these physical things that he, he does aren't uh, locked away from him or turned against him. Yeah. It's just, yeah, it's exactly. It's just coming back in and, and figuring and relearning. out. Relearning and figuring out how to do it. And, uh, and that's a process. That yeah, takes a definitely. long time. Like this movie, it happens overnight, but still – the montage effect of like oh, that always has the to montage happen. you know it you yeah, know yeah. it i mean montage. you can't i mean maybe if it was a tv show you could have someone learning it but also sure. like it's kind of annoying to be in the position of having to learn things and it takes forever so i understand why movies do montages for that because i don't want to <laughs> right. like it's annoying enough to be the person learning things slowly it's way more annoying to watch someone sure, slowly absolutely. learn something absolutely. over a long period of time um but yeah it i yeah, this movie. Should we? I mean, I, we're kind of circling it now. Should we yeah, do our blind beauty? Do yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, do you want to go first? Sure. Um, this gets a solid uh, twenty-one hundred for me. Nice. So uh, not legally blind. Not but. not quite legally blind. And I think, uh, I think twenty-one hundred is becoming my my base like average score. Like I, for me, a twenty-one hundred is not a bad movie. Yeah. Because uh, it isn't. It's not a. It's not a bad movie. But I have a feeling that this is probably one of those uh, that we, that I will have watched and then I will probably just move on and <laughs> yeah. might, might not ever give a second thought to. It's true. <laughs> uh, but I am glad we saw it. I'm glad I, I'm glad it exists. I'm glad I, it's cool that it was based on a true story and that this is, uh, you know, that the, the real Travis did all these amazing things and is, I don't know, I'm still doing amazing things. Yeah. Uh, and it's just nice to watch a really, a really, every once in a while, it's just really nice to watch a nice, wholesome, inspirational family <laughs> drama, which is what this is. Yeah. And I would have no problem recommending or showing it to people. Yeah. It's, it's, it's not just, toxic or anything. No, it's really, it's not toxic. Um, and I, I was very much primed to hate or at least not enjoy watching all the football players and everything, and just like, oh my god, there's the lock, the first locker room scene. I'm like, there's too much testosterone here. <laughs> but then, you know, you really actually get to see some of them as as actual human people, yeah. and you realize, oh wow, there is just more to them than boo boo football. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. And as far as you know, another sighted actor playing a right. playing a blind person. I mean, hey, he uses cane correctly. 
that that's pretty dope <laughs> <laughs> could have could have had a blind actor but could have ex- exactly yeah could have should have had a blind actor always but i think uh 2100 is a is a fair score and yeah. you know if uh if you're looking for something to show your sunday school class <laughs> why not show them this movie yeah if you're a football team i don't know sure i mean <laughs> would i you know would i put this on the shelf uh, of, of like Unfortunately, every football every football themed movie I watch, I compare to Remember the Titans because <laughs> it is my favorite football movie. I don't have I don't like sports movies in general. I love that movie. So, you know, would I put it on the same shelf as Remember the Titans? Eh, probably not. <laughs> but doesn't mean it's it's bad because it's not. Yeah. So honestly, meh. Yeah. I mean, I I uh, I enjoyed myself a whole hell of a lot more than I thought I was going to. Yeah, this is actually going to be one of those weird episodes where I give it a high rating. Oh I'm, my god! I'm going to give it a 2150. Okay. Because um, I, I mean, I think for the blindness stuff, like, it is inspiration porn. So yes. maybe that, that kind of uh, takes off or, like, gets a little bit down in my book just because, you know, it's it's there's a cliche this, But I think you're right that sometimes you just want to watch, like, a blind person win. <laughs> like, you're yes. just like, like, and then I think from doing this podcast i think actually i rate it higher now that we've done the podcast um just because i know how many terrible representation there is and this is like we see his like we see him doing o&m and we see like him kind of dealing with his blindness and as annoying as i find the like what was me subplots there was something i think him being a white dude also i was just kind of like it almost made more sense to me <laughs> that he would just like <laughs> freak out <laughs> once he lost some of his privilege like that actually emotionally made more sense in my head and like the fact that he is kind of you know like the he has everything and and has to like learn to be a disabled person is an interesting arc and but then also like getting to watch him be able to play the game still felt good as him being a blind person and having to you know getting to see him win in the but still having to fight is like cathartic um and you know it's I it's funny because the true stories are always they're they're both like sometimes I'm like oh it's a better representation because it's like based on a real person and that's why um but they're also kind of weird because they always change stuff that I am like dubious of um and I guess this is kind of one of those movies but I do think the fact anything we watch that's based on a true story tends to be like slightly better because like at least a blind person had to like approve or disapprove of it right Um, and it it sounds like from his guest spot i'm hoping we're hoping that uh you know travis actually had some input on like what was you know what the script was or or how people were portrayed or you know what what events um were placed where yeah i would hope that he had some i would think probably yeah and i mean it's definitely not unfavorable to him so no no it's cool it's cool that the the actual guy is in the movie yeah that's that's really neat like what a fun easter egg you know and being a preacher is interesting. I mean, it's a, it's a interest. It's, it's a choice. It's a very, it's a choice. Yeah. I mean, it's also kind of an interesting cultural, like it is honestly, a, it's even though it is in the same country as we are, it feels so culturally foreign. Like a lot of the stuff in this movie feels just kind of like watching another person's culture. <laughs> um, so I, I mean, I, but I think in that way, I liked getting to watch him 
navigate disability in a context that isn't necessarily the same as my life, mm-hmm. um, but is just like an interesting character study in that way. Um, yeah, so I don't know. It's I don't know if I would necessarily tell anyone to go watch this movie. Like, I think if you have to watch movies that we do on the podcast, like if mm-hmm. I needed to give you like which ones to see and which ones not to see this would i guess be on the two c list if those were the two yeah, options you know it's it's a fun thing to like keep in my in, in your back pocket yeah like oh well have you you know if you're looking for this like have you have yeah you if you're a football blasts, player like, like i guess then you might get i think probably if you're a football player you get a lot more out of it than i would. probably yeah absolutely 100 percent um i mean and and uh you should know if you like sports movies watch this movie yeah definitely why not i mean yeah it's go yeah go see it if you care about sports or i don't know whatever but uh yeah it's just it's it's passable as well it's not yeah it's nothing to write home about but it's it's not the worst uh sports blind movie Mm -hmm. uh i think i think we've done 23 blast yeah Touchdown. There's nothing. Touchdown, Touchdown. Yes. That's appropriate. Touchdown. Yes. I almost said goal. And I was like, no. <laughs> no, 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 no. Touchdown. That's, I mean, I would have I would have accidentally said goal. So I'm glad <laughs> that you brought your extensive football knowledge <laughs> to the podcast. Oh, <laughs> I know that a touchdown is worth seven points. Oh, I shit. Think. Or is that a field goal? Okay, Actually, well, okay, it. I can't so, remember. Okay, we'll, we'll, we'll stop there. We know a lot about football. <laughs> Melissa, what are we doing next week? <laughs> right, well, um, you know, sometimes I try really hard to piggyback off of the movie that you pick to try and find something <laughs> similar. Uh, we're not doing that next week. Yes. Uh, next week we're watching Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh we're, we're gonna do it next week we're watching rogue one. Oh my god and you think to yourself does rogue one have a blind character yes rogue one has a blind character i haven't seen it so i'm gonna oh, i'll take your word good. for it i'm not thinking that at all i'm thinking melissa knows what movies have blind characters <laughs> <laughs> yes we'll uh, them. <laughs> rogue one yeah rogue one has a blind character uh i'm super psyched it's been quite some time since i visited rogue or revisited rogue one so i'm psyched to watch it again it it has been called uh one of the better star wars movies a star wars story right a star wars story right. one of the better star wars stories wait star isn't wars that the stories. one with that as the, t- as the tagline or not tagline no it's just a star wars story a star wars story. uh this is the one <laughs> spoiler alert for the one person who hasn't seen rogue one well it's me yeah oh Thank you. Then I'm not going to keep talking. <laughs> I, will t- I will tell you, though, that in in the, the timeline of Star Wars movies, this movie comes after Episode 3 and before Episode 4, A New Hope. Okay. So this is like the prequel. So that's where you are in like the timeline. Right, right. So, well, this will be fun. All I've seen so far is the Christmas specials. <laughs> oh, <laughs> my God. That's fantastic. Yeah, this is uh... that's so wonderful. Okay, cool. Well, I can't wait for you to meet Jin or so and... Everybody on uh, in in the uh, squadron. So I am very be, excited for this. It's going to be really fun, and obviously, it's streaming on Disney Plus, so it should have audio description. And if it's anything like The Mandalorian, it should have really good audio yeah. description. The height of audio description, though. It, seriously, it's, I don't think it is, is Brenner Herzog. Right? Goddamn Which is poetry. Sad, <laughs> but um, <laughs> uh, awesome. Well, I'm very excited about this. Good. Um, what were we blindsided by? Do you want to? Sure. Uh, so, uh, I guess we're going to keep riding that sweet, sweet Disney train for a little <laughs> bit longer. Uh, so I've 
uh, I believe I talked about the show Loki a couple of weeks ago, but I've been reading a lot of comics uh, this past couple of weeks. Saturday was free comic book day, which was super fun to go out and visit a couple of places. I got a bunch of comics, which was awesome. Nice. But I've been working my way through uh, the Agent of Asgard arc um, uh, for Loki, and it has been a ride. Uh, it's been a lot of fun. I'm I originally wanted to start the arc because it had it makes references to, and it's it's not as huge of a plot point as I wanted it to be, but um, it makes reference to the fact that Loki is gender fluid and the fact that he they uh, spend time as both male and female presenting genders, um, and the the uh it's been brought up that like loki is pan which is really cool um and so the story is basically it is so needlessly complicated (laughs) but needlessly is mean but yeah but it's uh basically loki is trying to renounce his um villainous ways and becomes uh goes on missions for the all mother uh, the ruling uh, body of Asgard and tries to make things right. And of course, because he's Loki and he's always destined to play the villain or the god of lies, uh, everything blows up in his face and he has to fix a bunch of things. Of course. But yes, but it's just been really, really fun and it's been really awesome spending more time with this character outside of like the MCU and stuff and just reading and learning uh, a little bit about Marvel Loki and also a little bit about like Loki in actual Norse mythology. Nice. And seeing like what threads they've pulled from the actual mythology into the, the comic version. Doing uh, a deep dive. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Jesse Gender, one of my new favorite YouTubers, has an excellent video that explores uh, the cultural relevance of Loki. Nice. And I, oh, I've probably mentioned that before, but I don't. I don't remember, so I'm mentioning it again. Maybe, uh, <laughs> but uh, still, it is it's still cool. Yeah, but it's just, it, it just he's queer and it makes me so happy sorry they or i guess he presents as male in the comic so he's so he can could does he ever do the shoe that i do the they she he pronouns no one else does that wish more people did that if you have those your pronouns yeah should say those i mean nobody explicitly refers to to loki as they in the comic so far necessarily yes Uh, because loki goes undercover as as a woman to foil um uh uh one of the villain's schemes he just you know it spends time as a lady uh so I, I just it's it's just cool I just I'm That's really cool. it, I just really find it fascinating I find I find this facet of the character really fascinating so yeah that's cool yeah but the story arc is agent of Asgard I believe it's collected in three trade paperbacks because I read the first two and I'm on the last issue of the last one actually nice so yeah uh, oh and I'm reading it through hoopla um, yeah through, through the library app which is great Anyone can access it. It's free. Use your library card. Uh, it means that I can blow up all of the print on these comics nice. so that everything is accessible to me. Yay. Get that Yay. library. Heck yeah. Accessibility. So exciting. <laughs> um, I am doing a very specific p- to Portland wise. Oh, nice. Um, I'm uh, uh, this weekend, Conrad and I went to a club in Portland for the oh first time, uh, basically, because um, we went when we were in Philly, we went clubbing, but Portland has been still pretty locked down. But uh, we went to uh, the Good Foot, which is um, a club in 
uh, basically southeast Portland. But um, right now there are a bunch of clubs and bars that have a like a little bit of a non like because of the government pack that they're gonna check vaccine cards at the door and so it was very exciting we got to just they were just like take out your id and your and your vaccine card and we had them both gave them that and so everyone in the place was vaccinated um and it was also there was like on the dance floor everyone was wearing a mask and then people would go to like different seats to drink which i think worked out because you were like much more separated by tables like if you're drinking at a table whereas on the dance floor it's a lot harder to do any social distancing that's really meaningful so so it was kind of a worked out even with like you know concerns about breakthrough cases which that's not the main thing on my you know in my head in a room full of vaccinated people felt pretty safe to me but but it was also nice that there was kind of like extra kind of consideration but it wasn't like super strict um but yeah it was just very nice it it felt like almost like normal it was definitely I have asthma so it's a little bit harder to dance I had to probably went home a lot earlier than I would have normally if I wasn't (laughs) wearing if I was not wearing a mask I probably could have stayed longer but um but I still had a fun time and if you can breathe better in a mask you could have even longer of a fun time than me um but that uh we went to the good foot it's they have like a uh soul funk and disco night which was a lot of fun um and the dj was like it's so lovely to be back and like and was saying how much he missed this and like how it was very very sweet um so yeah so that's and also just like if you uh own a club in a different city you should do the same thing and like i wish that the governor would do something about it but Mm. i'm happy that at least someone is trying to get get people vaccinated in places and then you know making that a requirement to enter spaces and stuff which is i i'm definitely approve of yeah i thought that honestly i thought it was going to be much more of a requirement than it is like i it's a bummer i care i still obviously carry my card around in my wallet but i, I was going to get it laminated so that i could hang it around my neck because honestly i know that's I thought, what i thought or like pin about. it to myself yeah exactly I, honest to god i thought people were going to want to see it so much more. i wish they did it's mm-hmm. so exciting to get to show to someone that's it's really awesome. nice yeah that's so cool so i will show my vaccine card anywhere everywhere and i feel i just feel safer in spaces where it's all vaccinated people because yeah of course are safer yeah and get vaccinated i mean obviously yes, please, this podcast come out as pro-vaccine many times but the the delta variant is real please get if you have a a compromised immune system and you've already been vaccinated consider getting vaccinated again if you haven't been vaccinated please get vaccinated vaccinated. it saves everyone's lives like that is you know masks can do some stuff but they do not come anywhere near the the power of getting everyone vaccinated and making sure the hospitals are like can see patients who with breakthrough cases instead of like getting overrun by people who are unvaccinated which is the still the vast majority of people are getting hospitalized and it is it makes it really scary for everyone including unvaccinated people like yeah so get vaccinated we say this i think we've said this so many times but (laughs) it bears repeating it's definitely definitely get vaccinated um yeah so this is the podcast about getting vaccinated (laughs) um thanks thanks for coming to our TED talk (laughs) yes exactly our theme song is by Lucia Fasano our YouTube is Citizen White Cane podcast our Twitter is White Cane pod um our Facebook and our Instagram are both Citizen White Cane and our email address is Citizen White Cane pod at gmail.com if you'd like to leave us a voice message there's a link in the show notes 
Um, if you're an able-bodied person, have you played with a disabled person on your team? If you're a disabled person, have you played uh, adaptive sports or uh, have you played able sports? Have you ever done 23 Blast as a football move and like, what is that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Could you, like, in detail, what Please is 23 Blast? Just give us some football knowledge because uh, we don't <laughs> have any of it. Or uh, or talk about how, I don't know, uh, What's I was going to say a lot of sad things about Nah. That's CT, so I'm not going to say that. Um, <laughs> I, what is your favorite Star Wars story? And is it the um, uh, the Christmas special? <laughs> great, great. Uh, well, go pack, go. Um, and uh, we will see you back here next week for Rogue One. Rogue One, there you go. You remember. Yes. <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> we'll see you there. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Tending me away Elevator Elevator Why you bring me down Elevator Elevator I mean it's right in town Elevator Elevator Why do you bring me down Stop, stop